BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. is up everybody welcome back to circle time circle time how are we how's everybody's week been i am in much better shape than i was last week thank you all for going on that beautiful hungover journey with me i honestly ow shit sorry i'm trying to get comfortable i honestly just want to kind of apologize for like where I was at mentally and physically and aesthetically because like that was not a cute video but I really appreciate you all you know sticking with me and I got a lot of comments that were like thank you for making me feel better about the current hungover state that I am in so you know what us circlers stick together when one of us is hungover we're all hungover so if you're hungover right now while you're listening to this it's gonna be totally fine get some water relax happens to the best of us and I promise you everyone was also drunk nope you weren't being weird because I that happens to me I wake up with like anxiety in the sense where I'm like, oh my God, why the fuck did I tell that person that? Or why did I say that to that person? Or why was I like dancing? No, I've actually never questioned why I was dancing. I feel like everybody was lucky to see me dance if they saw me dance. But it's more just like, oh my God, why was I like doing all that? And then I remember that everybody else was also drunk. And also like you were not that bad. You were, you're never as bad as you thought you were, you know? And you always got to have a couple of those friends around who would tell you if you actually were being that bad. Because I do think I have honest people like that in my life, I hope. And they're usually like, you're totally fine. It's like not a big deal at all. So yeah, you're fine. You're totally fine if you're feeling that way. And I've been there too. So you're not alone. But welcome. Welcome to Circle Time. I'm not hungover today. I'm kind of chilling, honestly. But yeah, so last I talked to you, I was hungover from Halloween and I was also going to Harry Styles movie premiere for my policeman that night. And I was practicing what I was going to say when I met him, when he fell in love with me and what questions I was going to ask him for the Q&A and all of that fun stuff. Only for lo and behold, 
I did not meet him. He did not fall in love with me. And there was not even a Q&A. So it really was kind of just like overall not what I thought it would be. <laughs> By the way, I'm joking. I don't actually think like I, I was going to he was going to fall in love with me. But like I did think there was going to be a Q&A because they said there was going to be. But there wasn't. He did come out before the movie and like talked for maybe five seconds. No, maybe like a minute. And then he left. But now I'm seeing that he actually canceled his tour, like postponed the rest of his tour dates and he was sick or something. So he was probably just ill. And I feel bad. I feel bad. We're working Harry to the fucking bone. I mean, like he is doing a lot of shows, but I just feel bad. You know, he's got a lot going on. He's sick. But I will tell you, I really enjoyed my policeman. I mean... It was it was really good. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a great movie. I thought it brought light to a lot of a lot of things that need light brought to. Does that make sense? And I I I thought it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. There were some steamy sex scenes in that movie though. Holy schmaltz. Sorry. Holy shit. I'm whatever. Schmaltz, shit, same thing. But there was a lot of lot of sex, a lot of intense sex scenes. And Harry performed well, so I'm happy for him. Good work, Harry. And it was great. I enjoyed it. The premiere was fun. I had, like I said, I'd never really been to a movie premiere before. And like we walked the red carpet before. And I instantly, I'm like, we were on the way there and Cody was like, are you nervous? And I was like, no, why would I be nervous? Like, there's nothing to be nervous about. And then the moment I walked onto the red carpet, my adrenaline, I was shaking. Like, it's so intense because first of all, I'm like, wh- why? You don't even know who I am. Like there's people like screaming, not like there were like people maybe who went to UCLA or stuff like nice people who were like, Kelsey, Cody, hey, they were nice. I mean, like the people taking pictures like professionally that were screaming and like you get there and the guy like someone walks you to the red carpet and they just hold up a sign with your name on it. So the photographers know what your name is. Like none of them actually know who I am. None of them care. They're all just trying to get the shot. Like, I don't even know who I am. Like, what am I even doing there? Do you know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, I, he holds up a piece of fucking paper that says Kelsey Kreppel. And these people are like, Kelsey! Like, sorry if that was really loud in your ear. (laughs) They're like screaming my name. And I'm like, just standing there smiling. I don't know what to do with myself. Like, I don't know how to pose. I'm an awkward picture taker. And so I'm kind of like standing there just like smiling and I'm like, let's me and Cody take one together because then it makes me less nervous. But like, they're also just like, okay, now you alone, now you alone. And I'm like, okay. And then they're like, stay, stop moving, stop moving, come back, stand right there. Look over here. Don't move. Someone was like, fix your hair. (laughs) I was like, I don't know what you guys want from me. It was just so intense. And I like, the imposter syndrome that I have really shines through in those moments because I'm like, guys, don't worry about it. You don't need to take a picture of me. It doesn't matter. You don't know who I am. It, like, I'm, it's nothing. Why am I here? Kind of just like spiraling a little bit. And I just get so overwhelmed and people are like trying to say hi. And I want to say hi to everyone that does like, like our videos or listen to or my podcast, you know, a circler. But I get so nervous. And so I'm like kind of waving. I'm just like so overwhelmed. So if you're one of those people that I half waved to because I was so 
my body was taken over with nerves. Hi, thank you, love you, and sorry. But holy shit, it was just very intense. Like they're just shouting, you know, and I guess they're doing their jobs. But I don't know, it was just like crazy. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? But then you go inside and there's free candy and free popcorn and free soda. And I did like that. I did eat all the popcorn before the movie started as per usual. And then Harry came out and talked for a couple seconds and then he left. A little bit bummed that there's no Q&A, but I didn't know that he was sick until after. So I'm sure that had something to do with it. But yeah, it was great. I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed the night. The rest of my week was pretty good. I had like a photo shoot for something that I guess I can't really talk about yet, but soon I can. So I had to take, take professional pictures and boy, oh boy, was I awkward. Like, I don't know how to pose. I mean, I just got done saying that, but this was the same instance. And I just kept like making the same two faces, like an open mouth, like a teeth smile and like a nut teeth smile. Those are my two things that I could do. And the photographer was great. And he was like, totally make me feel comfortable and stuff. But then he would be like, okay, do something else now. And I'd be like, oh shit. Like some stupid, like just looking around. I don't know. I was really awkward, but I got my makeup done, which I'm always really nervous about. Because I, I don't know, I was nervous about that, but it was fine. That was something that happened. And then, yeah, that's basically the all I did this week. It was kind of a big week, like just doing a lot of stuff out of my comfort zone that give me a lot of imposter syndrome, like the movie premiere and the photo shoot, like both things are not normal things that I usually do. So I was a little nervy, but you know what they say, if you're not nervy, you're not doing something right. I don't, no one's ever said that, but you got to put yourself in situations that make you nervy because they make you grow. So I'm trying to grow. I went to a new restaurant on Saturday. We had a little double date with our friends and we went to this restaurant called Horses in West Hollywood and they had this pasta that was, I don't know how else to describe it except for off the chain. It was fucking off the damn chain. It was like spicy vodka sauce which like everybody does but they put it like in the oven and they bake it so it's kind of crunchy oh my god it was so good that was fun you gotta love a good double date and now we're entering a new week and my bachelor party actually when you're listening to this I am leaving for my bachelor party so when this podcast comes out on Thursday I'm en route to my bachelorette party I'm going to Scottsdale is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to Scottsdale. It's going to be fun. It's I just wanted like a classic bachelorette party and we're doing it and it's going to be so fun. And I'm going to probably wear white the entire time because I figured like, why not just embrace the basic bride bitch life? Like, this is the only time in my life when I'm going to be married or not be married, get married knock on wood. So I want to just like fucking go for it. Like I, I remember talking to you guys about how I get like anxious about like my birthday and holidays and stuff. And I always feel like I don't embrace them enough. And I'm like, you only have one of these a year. Like you have to just like do it. And I feel that happening a lot with the wedding, but with the wedding, it's different because like I only have one of these period, but it makes it 
like less pressure in a sense and more just like fucking go for it. Who cares? Like just do whatever the hell you want to do. And I'm going to, I'm going to be a basic bride bitch. I'm going to wear white and I'm going to have fun. And if I see you around in Scottsdale, say hi. And yeah, I'm excited. It's like, it's so crazy that I'm going to have like all of my best friends under one roof, you know, like just thinking about like all my bridesmaids, like my cousins and my friends from all different like parts of my life coming together for one fun night. Well, it's not one fun night. It's one fun weekend. And it's just like absolutely insane that like my bachelorette party is coming up. Like it doesn't even feel real, but I'm excited. And I mean, I feel pretty chill about it. I kind of went very hard on like ordering clothes. I got a lot of stuff from Depop. I'm hoping to be stunting, honestly, stunting all weekend, shining, bride, basic bitch to the max because why the fuck not? And so I've got some cute clothes. I've got some good outfits. I'm sure someone will help me with my hair. And it's going to be a fun weekend. Like, it's just going to be fun. We're going to just hang out by the pool. We're going to go out. We're going to probably have some sort of like slumber party, dance party vibe for the entire weekend. And I'm just like really excited. And it just doesn't, it genuinely like does not feel real that it's happening. But I can't wait to tell you guys about it. I'm going to have to like, I'm going to try to like, like drunkenly make notes the whole time on my phone and try to explain them to you on the podcast from like what I want to talk about. And maybe I can have, maybe I'll have someone on with me that came to my bachelorette party. Like maybe I'll have my friend Emma on or something and we can talk about my bachelorette party together. And that would be a really fun episode. So stay tuned for that. Not next week, but the week after you'll get the full recap. So that is that. I'm that's like the main thing I'm probably going to be thinking about this week honestly. I'm going to just prep. I'm getting my nails done tomorrow. I haven't got my claws put back on in a while and I'm just looking forward to it all. So, bachelorette, here we come. And Cody is doing his bachelor party the same weekend I am. Just not in the same place, but we're both going to be gone for the weekend and it'll be really fun. So yeah. So as my circlers know, I have been, we have been really on our fitness journey. I've been talking about my runs. I've been talking about Pilates and I really have been openly and honestly sharing how scared of public workout classes I am and how I prefer to keep my workouts at home in the safety of my own home. And that is really where Aloe Moves has come in and shined for me. Uh, If you've been listening and you've tried it, then I can guarantee you're also hooked like I am. But if you still have not tried it, Aloe Moves is streaming on-demand yoga, fitness, and mindfulness classes. And it's an extension of the widely popular Aloe Yoga Athleisure brand that I'm sure you know and love. And it really has been transforming in so many ways. Aloe Moves wants everyone to get started for free. So receive 30 days free so you can choose from thousands of classes and give it a try. Now, the reason... I love Aloe Move so much. It has been a serious game changer is because before I started using it, I was like really only focusing on starting to take care of just my body, you know, the physical aspect. But the classes 
they offer have taught me to take care of my whole health. So your body, but also your mind and your spirit. I mean, Aloe Moves is the one-stop shop for everything wellness. Everything is there in one app. So there are workout classes like bar, Pilates, cardio, HIIT classes, yoga classes, anything to mindfulness classes like guided meditation. There's breath work. There's sound baths. There's even daily five-minute meditations if you want to get something quick in. And there's self-care classes like gua sha and dry brushing tutorials and nutrition classes. There is truly everything. And it'll inspire you to take care of you and to build healthy, sustainable habits for life. With over 3,000 plus classes for every level and over 100 new classes every month, you will literally always have fresh content. And I am not the only one who loves Ala Moves. Okay, it was voted best wellness app of 2022 by InStyle Magazine and called the quote virtual workout of your dreams by Glamour Magazine. I mean, come on, what more could you ask for? That's how you really know it's good. I really think you guys will love it. I know I do. So join me, go to alomoves.com for 30 days for free. If you're loving it like I am, get 50% off an annual membership with code CIRCLETIME. One word, that's 50% off with code CIRCLETIME. Go to alamoves.com and let's get started. Come join me. Another thing I have written down in my notes that I wanted to talk to you guys about because I feel like my circlers could really help me with this is the kitten's food situation. So as you guys know, we adopted two kittens and they are perfect and we love them. Ham and brisket, they fit right in with the fam. But they've been a little like food obsessed. And I think we've changed this since then, but I think what it was was that we were only feeding them like like once, like they ate the same time Chili did and they ate wet food and they ate it once in the morning and once at night. And I think they were just too hungry and so they were getting like angry. So I've changed it to dry food all throughout the day. I eliminated wet food. Um, And I want to know what else helps with like getting them to not like try to eat our food because like they kind of do. They really did. And then but then when I switched to dry food only all throughout the day, they're better. I want to know what helps with that. And also like what's the best food I should be giving them? And how do I make this all work? I've just never been a cat mom before. And Cody's never been a cat dad before. So I just don't. I just don't know how to go about it. We've been looking online, we've been changing things up and they've been doing better, but I just, I don't know how to like curb some behaviors that I want to stop with kittens because I feel like they don't fucking listen. They don't care. They're doing their own thing. They're on their own shit and I can't blame them. I respect it, but like they've got to respect me as well. And the constant eating throughout the day, like just leaving food out for them, the dry food has really helped. But any other tips or tricks, please circlers, help me out. That would be amazing. And the final thing that I have been wanting to talk about with my week that has been kind of like one of the top things on my mind. Have you guys watched the chicken shop date episode with Maddie Healy from the 1975? The vibes in that fucking episode, immaculate. Like, I love all of those. Like, I just love watching those interviews because I just think they're so fun and different and, like, funny. But he, the way that him and Amelia bounce off each other, and he is, like, so charming. Like, what the hell? 
he's so charming, so dry, so funny. Like I watched it, I think five times in a row. And then I showed it to Cody and I just like haven't stopped thinking about it. Like that has been like the main, my main source of entertainment this past week is the Maddie Healy chicken shop date interview. And like when he tries to kiss her at the end, like I just fucking love it. Like it's so good. And he's like, I just, he's so charming in it. I always knew that he like girls loved him. I knew this one girl who was like obsessed with him back in the day. I always like, I thought he was, I always thought he was cute. I just like, I don't know. I've never like, I've never been the kind of person that has like obsessions with like boy celebrities. Like, okay. Like celebrity crushes is probably a better way to phrase that. Like I've always thought there were celebrities that were cute, like Harry Styles, obviously. And like, I'm like, oh yeah, they're, they're great. But like, I'm never like, I've never been like obsessed with a boy, with a male celebrity. And I don't know what that says about me. I just, I have no idea. But I know he's like one of those heartthrobs. And I always thought he was cute, but I just never like really thought anything of it. But after watching that interview, I just, I just love him. I love him. And I loved that interview. So if you haven't watched that, go watch that. Because that really has made my week really just what it is it's made my week what it is it's made my week great it's made my week fun it's made my week joyous from watching that eight minute long interview over and over and over again so thank you amelia for posting it now i know we usually only do show and tell when i have a guest we've only done one show and tell but I have found something pretty exciting and I want to show and tell it with you guys. I found one of my journals. I found one of my journals. Well, I found all of my journals. And I'm going to read them in a YouTube video, but I wanted to do one with my circlers as well. And if if you want to see more, watch the YouTube video when I eventually post it. But for now... We're going to look at this, this one, this book I have is called, it's like a, it's called picture of me. Who am I? Who I am? Sorry. And 221 questions. And I used to love this shit. I actually kind of still do, but it's just so fun to read. So I wrote, I was writing this when I was 15 years old, August 1st, 2009. And let's just like, kind of just take a little look at what I was thinking and feeling. First thing we talk about is my physical self. I described myself as kind of tan, which I don't know who the fuck I was trying to kid about that. I am pale and I always have been, but that's okay. I said that I wish that I looked like Megan Fox and or Hayden Panettiere, which are two completely different looking people, both beautiful so random on the Hayden Panettiere part for sure. I said that I looked the I I look like this famous person. I said Emma Watson once again. What are we talking about, babe? No, you know what it is. This guy that I thought was cute in high school. He used to call me Hermione. They used to say that I looked like Hermione, and the truth of it all is that I looked like Hermione in the first movie. Do you know what I'm saying with the frizzy hair? 
it was the hair. It was the hair. And they thought that I looked like that I had the same hair as her because Hermione in the first movie took a brush to those dry curls as I did as well. So that is why we both looked that way. I didn't look like Emma Watson though. But a girl can dream. Let's see. Let's t- let's look at my favorites. So I made a list of favorites and they have all of the categories and I wrote in what I liked. And let's see if they're the same or different. My favorite breakfast food, I said pancakes. Sure. I don't really love breakfast, honestly. I like I like a savory breakfast, so maybe not pancakes, but I don't like eggs. Like I like pizza for breakfast. Sandwich. My favorite sandwich. This is my favorite sandwich I said. Cheese salami, and French dressing. So random. Sounds delicious. Hot food. My favorite hot food, corn dog and mashed potatoes. Spot on. I still say that's my favorite food because it is. I love a corn dog and I love mashed potatoes. I'm a simple gal. My favorite cold food, ice cream. Still checks out. I Well, there's so many cold foods. But sure, ice cream. Okay, my favorite takeout food I said was Baja Fresh, which I mean, I guess I didn't know any better, but like Baja Fresh is kind of nasty. Favorite pizza topping, cheese. Sure, I mean, I, I have ventured into more toppings. I do like pepperoni now. Fuck it, I like pineapple. I am one of those people. I like peppers, tomatoes, olives, fucking uh, what else goes on pizza? I don't know. I like it pretty much anything on my pizza, just not like sausage. Eggs, bacon, grits, sausage. <laughs> Do you remember that trend? Everybody says sausage. Keep it going. <laughs> my name is Isaiah and I do not fucking like sausage. Do you know what I'm talking about? If anyone knows what I'm talking about, please say something. It was a video that went viral and he fell. They were like outside of a Target and he fell. Anyway, shout out to Isaiah. Anyway, my favorite snack and in 20, what year is this again? Sorry, 2009. I said my favorite snack was popcorn and Nutri-Grains. No, not anymore. I like popcorn. Nutri-Grains is a wild thing for me to give a shout out to. My favorite sinful snack. I hate that category. No snack is sinful, but I said chocolate. Chocolate is not sinful. My favorite fruit. I said kiwi. Random as hell. And nectarine, still, I would still say nectarine to this day. My favorite vegetable, carrot. Interesting. I don't mind carrots now, but they're not my favorite. My favorite now is probably tomato. Is tomato, no, tomato's a fruit. Maybe a cucumber. I like all vegetables. My favorite hot drink, I skipped a few. My favorite hot drink, get this, a marble mocha macchiato. Holy shit. Do you remember those? A marble mocha macchiato from Starbucks. Do you think I could order one of those? I'm going to try and order one of those. Those were good. I think it was just like white chocolate and mocha mixed together. And my favorite cold drink was a coffee frap and water. So honestly, I love a fucking frap. Justice for fraps. I think people think frappuccinos are like lame to get now or something. I don't really know, but they're not. They're delicious. And I want a marble mocha macchiato frappuccino. (laughs) Stat. Okay. 
So those were my favorites back in the day. What else do we have? I said that I'd love to be able to dance like Beyonce. I'd love to be able to do 125 push-ups. I'd love to be able to run a five-minute mile. <laughs> I'd love to learn to fly. What? Kelsey, you could learn anything. Like, like, a, like Spanish? How about that? You'd love to learn to tap dance, even though you already know how to do that. But you know what I mean? Like to fly, you're going to choose something that doesn't, that's not real. That's crazy. And another thing I'd love to be able to do is go back in time. Sure. But okay. I was setting some insane standards. Five minute mile, 125 pushups, dance like Beyonce and learn to fly. What? That is Kelsey Land. I was in Kelsey land and I just had no idea what was going on in the real world at all. Um, and this one, I had to circle words that described me and underline words that I wish described me. And I underlined punctual, <laughs> which completely checks out. So that's good. At least I'm consistent. I did underline patient and I would say I'm a pretty patient person now. A few words to describe my worst qualities. I said hyper a lot and takes too long doing things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do actually take a really long time to do a lot of things. That's really funny. I remember my mom being like, hurry up. Okay. This one I had to fill in. I'm embarrassed when. And I said, I do something dumb. Like write that you wish you could learn to fly. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It makes me sad when people stereotype. Okay, preach. And it makes me sad when people judge me. That's another thing I wrote. And when friends are fighting. That feels oddly specific. I wonder who of my friends are fighting then. Let's see. I said my favorite shampoo was Pantene. <laughs> and my favorite deodorant was Secret Unscented. And my favorite scented product because my deodorant was unscented my favorite scented product was hot by ralph lauren the perfume <laughs> i do remember that that did smell really good okay let's see the last time i bought a piece of clothing was it i bought a shirt two weeks ago from forever 21 <laughs> i had to draw a picture of my favorite outfit, which I didn't do, okay? I simply did not do that. I just drew a stick figure of me and then wrote what my, my outfit would be, my favorite outfit. This is what it is. High-waisted skirt, insanely cute shirt, and accessories spelt heinously wrong. So that sounds hot. You could call me a style icon from 2009, apparently. What do you think those accessories were? And what is an insanely cute shirt? <laughs> oh, yeah. I just usually toss on like an insanely cute shirt with one of my many high-waisted skirts and some accessories and then like call it a day. So yeah, that's a little taste of what I was like when I was 15. Hence the lack of boyfriend, love interest, anything really. But 
I was, you know, I was not bad. I had pretty good self-esteem. I said that I would rate myself an 8.5 out of 10 and that my love interest would probably give me an 8.5 out of 10 as well. So, I mean, I was feeling fine about myself. I was just literally in Kelsey land, obviously. And like, didn't know how to get out. And I still don't know how to get out. Last but not least, I have a celebrity crush on. Remember I was saying I don't have celebrity crushes? I was wrong, actually. I have a celebrity crush on. You want to know what I wrote? Ryan Sheckler and Lil Wayne. So there we have it. I'm going to leave... I'm going to leave you on that note. If you guys enjoyed that, there's still like half. Well, there's like I answered a few more questions, so we could get more into it next time. But there we have it. That's my show and tell a journal of mine from when I was 15 years old in 2009. So thank you so much for sticking through that. What the fuck was going through my mind? I love Kelsey Land. And I am sad that the real world had to take me out of that. But I feel like I'm kind of back in it. So there we have it. That was my show and tell. Now let's do our story time. What do you say we do a couple voicemails? It's story time. Do you like that song? Okay. Let's get into it. Let's do some voicemails. Remember, I have not heard any of these. I pick them at random and sometimes they do things like tell us what a blumpkin is. And most times they're sweet and we have good stories and we have good conversation. Hi, Kelsey. Hi, Big Sis. My name is Felicity. And I think I'm about to sound a little nuts, but I need some advice. Basically, my boyfriend and I are newly long distance and I don't have any concerns with trust or his behavior or anything like that. But I do find myself jealous of absolutely everyone he speaks to in a day and everything he does that doesn't involve me. And there's this little rat inside of me that just gets sad when he doesn't want to sit on FaceTime with me 12 hours a day. And the logical part of me gets it. (laughs) I know that's not realistic and we should have our own valuable and fruitful lives, but I just find myself sad. Like every time we're getting off a FaceTime call, I'm sad and I don't want to be this kind of sad little rat so I'm just wondering if you have any advice for that I love you so much in the most normal way coming from a complete stranger okay bye uh Felicity impeccable vibe just straight off the bat I need you to know that I do feel like we would be friends you're not a little rat first off I mean you just started long distance with your boyfriend that's fucking hard And if we're talking, I get little rats inside me too sometimes, just eating away at my sanity. So I get it. But you are not a rat and we're going to talk about this. So I think it's completely understandable where you're coming from. Like to have to want to like be to go from like your lives being together to them being kind of separate is really difficult. And so I understand that it's like hard and frustrating and you get jealous when people get his like time and attention and experiences because you want to be a part of them. And I hope that you know that just because you're not in the same place, that doesn't mean that you're, you can't be a part of those things. I think that starting long distance is hard and you have to get into like a flow first of all. 
So it's like totally normal that it's taking some time. I think that like having FaceTime dates and whatnot is super healthy and helpful and you should not stop that at all. But instead of thinking that like getting off FaceTime is a bad thing, like you are both going and having experiences and having life and you can't, I find myself trying to control a lot of things and like be in 17 places at once because I want to control everything and be a part of everything. But you have to let go of that. Like I had to teach myself and still I'm learning how to let go of that and know that like what's mine and what's supposed to be mine is will still be mine even if I'm not there 24-7. And you guys, this day and age with technology, you are, you're not missing out on things like you can text him still and you can do your own thing and he can do his own thing and you're only going to grow from this and like or you'll learn what works and what doesn't in your relationship but thinking of the getting off the FaceTime meaning like bad things are happening and like it's a bad thing that you're not spending all this time together it's not because you're both growing so much and the only way that this will work is if you allow that growth to happen. If you try and control it and you try to like do 6 million FaceTimes a day just because you want to be in and involved in everything, it's not like you're hindering both of your experiences. And so it's not going to work out either way. So you kind of have to let go on this one a little bit. And you could like something as simple as like, oh my God, send me a picture when you're here. I want to see what it's like. And like, you can talk to him be like, i I hate that I'm missing out on these like these moments. Like I want I want to be involved in in any way that I can be without us like holding each other back at all. So like send him a picture when you're out or when you're doing something and you know that he can do the same and like you guys can still chat but like you need to know that the experiences that he's having outside of FaceTime with you are only going to bring your relationship to where it needs to be and it will be okay. And I hope that this was helpful, but I know that it feels like when that little rat gets inside of you and is just eating away at your thoughts, it's so hard to control, but you can't control it. You are in a long distance relationship, so you should try and make that relationship as healthy as possible instead of trying to keep it, instead of, instead of trying to keep it from growing. You know what I mean? And I think that you're on the right track. You're obviously very self-aware and it will be okay. I promise. But you have to let it go a little bit to make sure that it is okay. I hope that made sense. Let's do another one. Hey, Kelsey, I'm sending you this all the way from Costa Rica. Just wanted to say I love the podcast. Every single one of the episodes has been amazing, and I love binge-watching your vlogs all the time. And I wanted to ask you if you have any advice for moving to a new place and living by yourself for the first time. I am 20 years old, and I've lived with my parents basically my entire life, and I'm doing a semester abroad for, I think, a year, maybe six months, and I've never lived by myself, so I don't know I just wanted to ask you if you had any advice on what that might be like and just let me know if 
you have anything that could help me or I don't know. Love the podcast and love you. Bye. Oh my God. So exciting. I am so excited for you. I think it's amazing that you're doing this. I feel like putting yourself in a situation that makes you kind of uncomfortable and is kind of scary like this is going to help you grow so much and you're about to have like the adventure of a lifetime. So all I would say is like embrace it. Get to know people. Don't let your first initial kind of like interaction with people turn you away. I mean, okay, how do I phrase this correctly? Like I think that you should be open-minded when it comes to getting to know all of those people around you, all of the people that are in your program doing the same things as you, like your peers, get to know each and every one of them and have an open mind. And if someone invites you to do something, even if you're like, oh, I don't know if I'd get along with these people, there's really only one way to find out. Put yourself out there. Say yes to things. Even if they seem scary, say yes. Follow your gut. Follow your heart. Stay true to yourself say yes to things and just be open-minded and live in the moment because this is such a special time in your life and I just want you to embrace it fully and enjoy it fully and it's going to be so amazing for you and I'm so excited for you. So that would be my advice. Good luck. Okay, let's do one more. Hi, Kelsey and Marshall. It's Audrey. Marsh! I just booked a tattoo appointment, but I don't know what to get. So, if you have any ideas, I love your tattoos, and I love your style, and I just love you. So, you can probably say anything, and I'll probably get a tattoo of it, but I was wondering if you have any cool, fun ideas for a tattoo. Oh my god, that was so fun. I think that all of my tattoos have a meaning to me. And I don't necessarily think that all, all people's tattoos should have meaning. I think it's amazing. Like, I think it's so fun when people just get like fun tattoos. So like if you, it's kind of up to you. Like, I can't really tell you what to do on this one. Unfortunately, I would say like, if you see a design and you're like, I don't know, I kind of like it, but I'm not 100% sure. Probably don't get it because it's going to be on your body for forever. Or maybe like find like find a style that you like and just do some more research. And like, if you're thinking, if you've been thinking about like a certain style or a certain little or a certain like drawing for a while, like you've been thinking about it for a long time, then, then do it. But like, if you're unsure, then make sure that you're 100% sure before you do it. But all of mine do have a meaning. And I can tell you guys about that another time. I could do a little like tattoo tour. But I think that I can't really give you advice on that because it's got to be what feels right to you. And I trust that you are going to make the right decision. And I think there's just so many like amazing tattoos out there. And if something speaks to you and you want to do it, fucking do it. Do it. And I'm excited. Send me a picture after you do it. But that's one of those things that like has got to feel good to you. You can't really like let someone else tell you what you can and can't do in that moment because it's your body. It's you. You're going to be stuck with you for the rest of your life. So you should listen to yourself 
and treat yourself with respect and kindness and do what you think is right. And I feel like you're going to get a sick tattoo because you sound awesome. So if you see something that you like and you feel good about it, do it. I support it. I know it's going to be amazing. Sorry, I can't give you too much advice on that because it's your body and I support you. And there we have it. That is our story time of the day. Very fun stories from everyone. Nice little mix. And it's kind of funny because we already like semi did journal time when I read my embarrassing journal from 2009. But it is our current journal time. Again, I have my random prompts and we're going to get into it. I don't remember like what half of these are. So we're going to see. Here we go. What is one mistake you made today and what did you learn from it? One mistake that I made today. Oh, well, a mistake I learned today was that I ordered a frittata from a restaurant for breakfast and turns out that frittatas are nasty or maybe just the one I had was. I just don't like eggs and I don't know why I thought the frittata was going to be good. I mean, I don't mind eggs. Just very picky. But uh, so the one mistake I made today was ordering the damn frittata. And one thing I learned from it was not to order the damn frittata from the place that we went to. And maybe that I just don't like frittatas in general. So there you have it. Uh, One more. My favorite breakfast is, wow, frittatas probably. Just kidding. I don't know. My favorite breakfast is I've talked about breakfast so much in this episode, but I would say that my favorite breakfast is probably something savory. Like along with the frittata, we had table meatballs today and I was loving every minute of those morning meatballs. (laughs) So I don't really know what my favorite breakfast is. Honestly, like hash browns, toast, like, okay, this is what I like. Getting a scrambled egg, toast, hash browns, and crispy ass bacon. Oh, like a bagel. And then you make like your own sandwich with it. I love that. I love that. And I, but I like the idea of like a nice fancy brunch. Hence why I chose the frittata place today. Like Cody was like, oh, we should go to this diner. And I was like, no, I want to go to this place. And see, I regretted it. So that's what I like for breakfast. There we have it. There we freaking have it. That is the end of circle time for the week. Oh, almost the end. Not quite the end because we have to do our word of wisdom. And I found the whiteboard. So we're back to doing that. Oh, Chili just is playing. The animals are playing in front of me. The word of wisdom today for all of you who need it is, are you ready? Why fit in when you were born to stand out? Do you guys know who said that? Dr. Seuss. Why fit in when you were born to stand out? Remember that this week. Take that with you until next time. And I love you all. I love you all so much. Thank you for listening to Circle Time. Uh, Don't forget to 
give this a five-star rating and a shining review. And I love you all. And I will talk to you next week. Bye. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.